This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. This is Charles Haley. You're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handle, hits to his right, gets to the 20. He's at the 30. Nathan Hunt in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks a third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's down to the 20. He's down to the 10. He's down to the 5. He's in the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown. 49ers. 96-yard run from scrimmage. Garrison Hurst breaking tackle after tackle. Swings down the sideline. Throws off bodies like clothes after a marathon. Young, back to throw. In trouble. He's going to be sacked. No, gets away. He runs. Gets away again. Goes to the 40. Gets away again. To the 35. Cuts back at the 30. To the 20. The 50. The 10. He died. Third down, Alex takes the snap. Alex looking, got it, post, and it's got it! Touchdown! Touchdown, 49! It is second down, Ryan takes the snap, throws the slant to the left side. It's Russell, intercepted! The 49ers pick it, and Navarro Bowman, his redemption! Navarro Bowman running it all the way, and a touchdown! No greater redemption! San Francisco 49ers, we can do whatever we want. Click, click, boom. What's going on, Faithfuls? It's your boy Mike from the Nothing But Niners crew. And guys, it is time, man. Everyone's been out there doing the podcast. Everyone's out there breaking everything down. But I want to hear from you guys tonight. Tonight, I want to hear how the Faithful sound. I want to hear you guys sound off. I want to hear your guys' thoughts on your San Francisco 49ers being the 2022 NFC West division champs. I want to hear everything you guys are feeling from Brock Purdy to... Talanoa Hufunga, let me got let me know who you guys th- should think should be Pro Bowlers and everything in between. Who's someone who's probably going to get into the Pro Bowl that shouldn't be? Ooh, let's mix it up a little bit. But before we do, guys, I'm going to run through these formalities really quick. All right, if it's your first time here on the YouTube page and you enjoy the show, give us that thumbs up, subscribe, like, turn on those notifications so you know exactly where we're going live. Give us a follow on some of our social media platforms. We have Twitter and Snapchat. Those handles are. Nothing but nine. It's the number nine. Nothing but nine ERS. So make sure you guys head on over there to all three of those. Subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. And then last but certainly not least, we have Twitch and we have Facebook. Those handles are nothing but Niners. That are spelled all the way out. No numbers in there anywhere, okay? And if you guys are looking for some bonus content, you want some more shows, the show must go on and always does. Head on over to patreon.com slash NB9ERS. We got some good stuff coming to you guys later tomorrow i tomorrow some new episodes coming to you guys tomorrow so make sure you guys are over there patreon.com slash nb9 ers and that is always the place to be when the party is live all right when we are going live during game days man that's where you get the raw reactions man it's all happening right there all the screaming the yelling we're doing it all together head on over to patreon.com slash nb9 ers all right now guys this is going to be a call-in show we're going to have a lot of fun here let me know all right, here we go. Here we go. My man Wayne Breezy is in the building, man. Long time no see, bro. I'm glad you made it out of Seattle. Okay, what's going on with you? <laughs> I'm good, man. What's going on, fam? <laughs> another day, another dollar. You know, I'm just out here trying to survive, man. That's it. That's all I could do out here, you know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So how you been in, man? I, I, I've been, I went to Seattle. It was different up there in the, in the Northwest or whatever you want to call it. Well, let's start with the first thing first. 
Okay. No issues on the flights there. Yo, bro, I, I got there early. Like <laughs> I got there we early. Got home. Was gonna be good. That's when we should have laid some money on the game. Like big money on the game right then and there. When you got there early, your bags made it with you. Bags were there. As soon as I got off the joint, it was like the fourth or fifth bag on the carousel. Oh my good. And the Niners were four point favorite. Look at man, look now. Come on now. See, I gotta start. I gotta start giving you money to do that. I don't understand none of that shit. But yeah, mm, we. Mm, mm, mm. That's what, crazy, man. It is. It is, man. But what a great weekend, man! It was. It was a good weekend. I got to see my son. That was like the best part of everything. You know what I mean? Uh, him and his girlfriend. They came down to chill with pops. Uh, we went out to eat, tried some different foods. Um, my nose still running from that food that I had. It was so spicy. But um, Yo, so I saw you on this video. I don't remember if it was on your Instagram. Or had to drink milk, right? <laughs> and my man said I ordered the the name of the food you ordered had nothing to do with spice, bro. It was butter chicken, bro. Butter chicken. God- <laughs> <laughs> my man said my nose still running. <laughs> I ordered butter chicken. He was like, and they lied to me. <laughs> Well, so I told I told the wait I told the waitress I said, listen, when do you recommend from here? Because I had went there the night before and I was so hungry I just ate a burger because you know, and I was like, I'm not gonna eat a burger again. I can't do it two nights in a row. So the waitress like, well, do you like spicy foods? I'm just like, yeah, I could do spice. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking it's like a Cajun. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, a little lemon lemon pepper with a little heat, little cayenne on it. <laughs> so she was like, you're gonna love this butter chicken. I'm like, okay, butter chicken. Bring me the butter chicken. So I don't read the ingredients. Yo, it's like this Indian dish, bro. And that junk came back with like the real spice. Like, like <laughs> the shit was red, bro. It's like <laughs> so she came over to check on me. She's like, how you doing? I was like, this this beef is hot, <laughs> but I'm gonna keep eating it. And so at the end, I was like, uh, she's like, everything good? I was like, yo, the food was good. It was really good. I was like, you know, I, I probably could use a glass of milk, but I'm sure y'all don't do that. So she came back with some waters. She's like, here's your glass of milk. So I took the milk, drank the milk. I cooled down, man. They they got that. Was, whew. Yeah. I, let me ask you, man. What what else did it come with? Was it just served? Was it was it just meat and rice? Did it have like vegetables mixed in with it, like the onions? And, like, no, so it was the it was the meat. This, I've wanted it. Okay, so okay, it so. was the meat with the red spice i can't think of what they call it i can't think of the name of it and then it was mixed in with some stuff like a sauce and maybe kind of some vegetables in it but then it came with the bread that they eat that you eat yep and then the rice on the side so i I mixed it all together to try to like get rid of the spice but then it just didn't the milk worked though i don't know who came up with milk cutting out spice but that junk worked i I was starting later but it worked I heard uh I heard milk and I heard like lime and lemon juice, like straight mm, like okay. lemon juice. Solid. And I only know that because I watch uh the hot ones, you know, the videos where they be doing the hot wings and it gets spicier and spicier. Mm-hmm. I saw uh what's the chef's name? Ramsey. Chef Ramsey on there, and my man had the, the straight lemon juice joint, like the ones where you only supposed to put like a little bit in your whole drink. <laughs> he had them joints like like squeezing them joints into his mouth, bro. It was the craziest and Oh man, so you know that's where I learned that 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 happened. But man, it's, I, it's, I was scared the, to use the bathroom, so I kind of <laughs> waited a couple of days. 
Yeah, because I needed to make sure. Justice probably hated you, bro. You can't hold that in for that long. What are you doing? I was letting out the gas, bro. I was letting here curdling. Yeah, I was getting the gas out. Nigel says I need to eat yogurt. Hey, man, look, I didn't know. I I didn't know. But all right, so that that was how the food was, and I hear I wasn't there, but I hear the atmosphere was just as hot. I mean, you got to let me know what it was like out there, man. And the city, the the stadium, I got to get there one day, man. I got to get there one day. Yeah. So like, all right. So first of all, you go to Seattle, it's going to be gray. So if you like the color, gloomy is the the It's gray. Like even when, even with the sun out, like the only time you see the sun is when it rises. And I guess the way the buildings are down there, it just blocks out all the sun and it's just a gray. You know how like like you know how Batman it was always dark like it was goth it was like a dark this is just a gray city there's nothing you could do about it it's gray at night it's gray in the morning so I'm like all right cool I don't know if I like that it was cold but I tell you what the faithful were out there and the Seattle fans weren't like I thought they were gonna be I thought they were gonna be boisterous loud obnoxious pain in the butt toxes all that type of stuff. They weren't any of that, Mike. It was it was very weird. Even walking into the stadium, we didn't get booed. Matter of fact, we threw a party at a Seattle bar. I mean, a couple of the people were like, oh, man, y'all got to get out of here. But the majority of the they, we were so deep, like, in, in Seattle. Like, the Seattle fans just kind of, like, got out of our way. And it was funny going into the stadium. Here we go. You know me. I'm just loud, like, la, 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 la. And they're going to be like, you ain't going to be saying that after the game. One guy had the courage to say something. And I, I don't even know what I said to him, but it probably wasn't nice. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it was good, man. It was a good experience. And winning there was even better. Now, if, if you really want to know about the atmosphere at the stadium, bro, it was loud on every down. You sent the text and was like, damn, I wish I, 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 I still had it. it was loud. And then you, you were, were like, like yeah. no, I'm like, like, it's really loud. It's loud in here. And I'm sitting here like, yeah, I mean, I've always heard that, but you were like, no, like, loud. Like, first down, <laughs> second down, third down. And I was like, do they take a down off? Usually when you go to a game, it ain't loud on first and ten, bro. <laughs> right, right. And I heard, now, do you think it's the construction yes. of the stadium? Yes. I hear that the stadium's built yes. up like the, like an egg standing yes. up and then cut down the middle. Mm-hmm. It's definitely the construction of the stadium. It's the way they built the like the the place, right? So that the the noise funnels up and then it it kind of oh. like comes right back down. Like it's it's just weird. I, I, I found your text. Oh my gosh, gosh yo! I was like, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get past the twenty minute mark, bro. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, but that's what you said, bro. You said that at eight twenty four kickoff had just happened. <laughs> it, was so it was lit. It was lit. It was lit, bro. Like, oh, it was, man. I was like, wait a minute. Like, it was so loud. I, like, had to put my AirPods in to block out some of the sound. Like, it was that loud. Wow. So, I don't know if Arrowhead is louder, but I heard Arrowhead is worse. Okay. All right. Well, I, listen, man. It, we, we all saw the game. I'm, I'm, ha- I'm happy to hear that you had a, a solid experience, man. Um, your, your biggest takeaway from being there. Now... Mm-hmm. One of the benefits of going to a game versus watching it on TV is you can kind of see things develop downfield. Mm-hmm. And I got to know about that first touchdown pass to Kittle. The, the beautiful the, one? The, 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 the double fake? fake yeah. And then the, 
wide open there. Did you yep. were you able to see Kittle yep. fall? Yep. I seen it all, bro. I seen it all. And after the first fake, I knew it was a touchdown. Cause he had the defense here. And by the time he got to the second fake, there was nobody there. He literally could have threw it to the second fake. I think it was McCaffrey. Yeah. Who? Yeah, McCaffrey was the second yeah. one. Yeah. And he probably could have ran it to the house. Like everybody literally bit on the first fake. And then Kittle was just wide open. He caught right. the ball uh, wide open. But he, the best part about the Kittle touchdown, uh, other than the fakes, was the fact that he just made everybody else miss. I, right. I feel like people forget. A lot of people thought Kittle lost a step. No, no, no. He just he's never lost ball. a step. He's just dangerous in open field. We got to get him the ball in open field. Hmm. Okay. You know? People, a lot of people felt like he's getting older. He, he, he slowed down a little bit. Like, he lost a step or two. He ain't lose no step. Kittle ain't losing any speed. He, he just needs yeah. the ball. Yeah, and he's never been like this ultra-fast guy. Kittle in open space is dangerous. You know how uh, they tell you football is all about angles, right? Yes. You could, if a guy's running straight down the sideline, but you're coming across this way, you know you got to take this angle to meet him here, mm -hmm. right? Kittle knows when you're behind him, and he just cuts and takes the angle when most people don't think to do that. And he's just – He's really, really good at defying angles in space. It's it's really, really fun to see, man. Wayne, we got we got to talk about the game a little bit, man. Um, I, I need I need to know your thoughts, man. Now, I heard a lot this week of people doing a complete 180 on the Brock Purdy thing. Now, hear me out. <laughs> All the content creators, including myself, were guys, he's a backup, take it easy. He was a seventh round pick for a reason. Let's chill out. And then th we go into Seattle and we win the game. Mm -hmm. He starts 11-4-11, right? I mean, he is he's out there just wheeling and dealing. He's playing through pain. They said that he didn't throw a pass all week long until it was time for warm-ups. And then the warm-up passes didn't look too good. And uh, we hear all this stuff. And he goes out there and he does what he does. And then he seals the deal on a drive with a slide that not only did he slide, which was a really good baseball-looking slide, he extended the ball ahead of him because mm -hmm. he knows they mark the ball where you begin the slide. A very veteran-savvy move. And I'll be honest with you, I, I don't see a lot of professional veterans slide with the ball forward. They just hold it and slide. He slid with the ball extended out in front of him, right? And so I go back and I'm listening to all the different podcasts this week, and a lot of people are walking it back. Hey, I know I told you guys to pump the brakes on Purdy and all, but now I'm thinking this might be his team next year. Are they going too far? Are they buying into the hype, Wayne? I want to get your thoughts. This is not a fact-based anything from here on out. This is all our opinions. I want to know if you think they're going too far because they were real quick to walk it back. It only took them a week to walk it back. I mean, look, Mike, you you, <laughs> uh, you know, they say faith without works is dead, right? That's, that's in the scripture. So you can have faith in these people, these players, or whatnot. Uh, but when they start showing you that they can, they're capable of handling situations. Like the first time Brock Purdy was gonna start, I thought he was gonna struggle against a very tough defense. I called it. Um, and he came out and proved me wrong. And I had to eat the crow and bite my tongue. And it's like, you know what? Brock Purdy may be just something really special. He may have something that the 49er faithful haven't seen in a very long time. And that's just knowing how to play the game of football. It's called instinct, Mike. 
And some guys can play with instinct, but play with instinct very well. And I think what's making Brock Purdy work and what's making Kyle Shanahan trust Brock is that Brock trusts his instincts opposed to second-guessing himself, third-guessing himself. I mean, you're watching the kid go through his progressions. To get to your question, I'm not mad if people are jumping on the Brock wagon because now they got a chance to watch this kid, you know, prove three games, you know, that he can handle. And at the NFL lights, the NFL pressure, NFL defenses, adversity with an injury, he's able to handle all these things and lead a group of men out there on the field. So th these are all the things we're watching Brock do. As far as going forward in the future, I think they need to press the brakes on that just a little bit. And I'm here, and here's why. Uh, it's the end of the season, and the NFL defensive coordinators don't have a lot of time to put together a game plan for a guy that's unknown. This is why I think it's critical for the 49ers. And if you check out the last article I wrote for uh, WebZone, I said, here are three reasons why the NFC don't want to mess with the 49ers. And the first one was the unknown from Brock Purdy. I don't think these defensive coordinators can figure him out. They don't have enough time yet. But we all know after that, we all know after that year, okay, because who was dope last year on the Patriots that look like trash right now? I We can't talk. Don't. Mac Jones looked really good last year. They changed coordinators. They changed the systems. Next thing you know, he looked like a, the worst round draft pick ever. So I'm not saying Brock is going to be bad next year, but I think Kyle Shanahan just has, like, he he has it right now. Like, he has his, he has his backup quarterback. At the end of the day, he's got a starting quarterback and a backup quarterback going into 2023. And it's going to come down to Trey Lance is going to get the opportunity. He's the guy that they spent the capital on. If something goes down with Trey Lance, they got the best backup situation. And so I think that's where you want to leave it for Brock. Don't want to really game plan for the kid too much. because You don't want these defensive coordinators to pick up on all his tendencies. But the one thing you can't take away from Brock Purdy is his instincts, bro. And the kid has it. He might not be the most athletic guy out there, but he's more athletic than 31 other quarterbacks we've been watching like all season long. And I like I know Lamar Jackson is athletic. I know Josh Allen. Is he really athletic? Or is he just a bully? I, I just feel like Brock has something special. And if is he if he continues to play just the style of football that he's been playing, 49ers are in good hands now and in the future. Because that doesn't mean he has to start next year. So, so I, I like I'm, 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 hello. Yes sir. yes, sir. Okay, I heard feedback. I'm sorry. Uh, I thought you were talking at the same time. I, I apologize. I like everything you said. I like how you praise the young man, praise the young man, praise the young man, and then said, but coming to next year, we got to pump the brakes. I think it's time for people to identify the real genius behind all this, and it's Kyle Shanahan. Oh, really? Oh. I, listen. Mike, did you watch my show this morning? Yeah, nope. I didn't get a chance to catch it, man. They, they was I'm glad. I'm glad, and I'm glad you didn't, because you're just confirmation. We don't, okay. Mike and I don't prepare shows, y'all. I don't they know don't, what we, we talk about when I jump on here, to be honest with you. He's just like, yeah. yo, he's going to do the show? The, the chemistry is natural, y'all. I promise y'all. It's 100% natural. But check this out. There's two geniuses in that building. Mm -hmm. It's John Lynch 
and it's Kyle Shanahan. We have to acknowledge the roster surrounding this young man. Mm. He's got the number one defense in the NFL. That mm-hmm. gives you a little bit of flexibility to not be so scared, right? They have the number one defense in the NFL. Then you have all these weapons around him that most teams will kill for. I wouldn't be surprised if three skilled players from the 49ers somehow made it to the Pro Bowl. I wouldn't be surprised. Now, do I think it will happen like that? I don't I think, think so. they were already voted into the Pro Bowl, Mike. They didn't get oh, voted. Pro Bowl in. voted. It's, I thought it, I thought it was announced it's tomorrow. tomorrow, but the, it's announced tomorrow. But the numbers came out. So you got George Kittle, you got oh. Trent Williams. Oh, you said skill players. You got George Kittle, Trent Williams, Kyle Uzcheck, Christian McCaffrey. Oh. Uh, who am I missing? Did oh, Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. Oh, Bosa. Okay, Bosa got. Okay, okay. See, I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. Right. But my thing is this. Even with the guys who didn't get in, the Brandon Ayukes, who's the Niners' leading wide receiver, right? The the Debo Samuel, who's the most special skill player on the team, in my opinion. Then you got Christian McCaffrey. You have all this around this kid, right? Just go in here and don't mess Fred up. Morgan. Thank you, Eric. Sorry. Don't Thank be you. hesitant, right? What did Kyle say about his running backs when they were talking about the difference between uh, Elijah Mitchell and who was the back last year? Who was the other one? Uh, uh, um, Trey, Trey Sermon. Right. Yeah. Kyle kept saying Sermon's good, but I was gonna he, hesitates. Mm-hmm. he hesitates a little bit. I'd rather you make that mistake at 100 miles an hour. He feels the same way about the quarterback. If you hesitate, the play, the windows close up. So Brock is going out there and he's playing good football. He don't have the strongest arm. He's not the fastest guy. He's not the tallest guy. He don't have a, a, a arm to throw too deep. Right. This guy is Chad Pennington. In, in, in the 49ers system, on a 49ers stack team. And so everyone that's going out there and they're saying, oh, man, it's going to be a quarterback competition next year. No, I don't care if we win the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy. I don't think it's going to be a quarterback competition. I really, really don't. I don't. I could be wrong. And I don't know what they're going to be doing behind the scenes. But I'd be very surprised if they announced a QB competition uh, next season, Wayne. Because yeah, I, I agree. Is in his bag. He really, really is, man. I agree. I agree. I, 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 don't, I, agree I don't know another way to say it. Now, I was going to say I agree 100%. And, and there, there are multiple reasons why. Uh, look, Kyle Shanahan is, is doing everything. Uh, I feel like he should be coach of the year. And I know that's really biased because that's our coach. Um, but you got to look at it. This is his third quarterback in, for, in one season, bro. Like, I can't imagine any other coach having this much success, bro. You know what I'm saying? And for him to be overlooked, <clears throat> excuse me, the way that he is each and every single time, it's just, like, ridiculous. He got snubbed in 2019. He's going to get snubbed again this year. And remember, 2019, what did he do? Get the team to the Super Bowl. He lost to the Chiefs. Okay, and 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 in twenty twenty two, more than likely, I think the forty nine is gonna be right there in the Super Bowl, and he's gonna mm-hmm. get snubbed again because he didn't go. Uh, what? Uh, you know, possibly sixteen and one, or right. you know, he didn't go. You know, he didn't have a Cinderella story. Yo, three quarterbacks, bro. How three. how is Kyle Shanahan winning with the seventh round draft pick rookie, bro? bro? Come on, man. Come on, man. Three quarterbacks. He's had three different starting running backs. Like this, I didn't even get to that. Point. I, my bad. I did. Yeah, <laughs> he's lost his number one wide receiver. Well, his number one playmaker. You know what I mean? Like he's he's lost linemen. 
he's he's gone he's gone out there and he's just he just keeps working and i think it's time I, and listen i'm cool I, this is not brock purdy hate please understand what i'm saying y'all this is not brock purdy hate but i just i like that he plays good football now we have a super chat segment we're going to get to and we're going to come back to this later i promise you but i want to just say really quick we saw him trailing one time it was when he came in when jimmy was hurt the score was seven to three they scored on that okay. opening drive, <clears throat> I thought you meant a different game, but no, 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 just that's the only time I could think of him training, uh, trailing, and he yeah, played with I, all the confidence I, in the world. I think what Jaguar was saying because I talked about this earlier today is this is something that I would like to see too. Because if he if he can win a game like that where he has to come back and put the put the team on his back, it's come back and lead the team to a victory. Once he wins that it's going to it's going to definitely make that conversation a lot more difficult to have mike cuz now we're talking about seventh round draft pick putting the team on his back coming back from 21 nothing 17 nothing whatever we watched jimmy do it multiple times right and if brock can add that to his bag now we're going to have a different conversation but i still feel like <clears throat> next year if trey lance is healthy at the beginning of camp it's his team Clearly his team. And let's please, for the love of everything 49ers, stop talking about trading one of these guys. They're both yeah. on rookie contracts. Yeah, they're we not are a blessed and fortunate mm-hmm. franchise. And if there was ever a season to teach you that you need to have good quarterbacks on the roster, how this, is it not this one? This season. I yeah. can't for the life of me figure out why Niner fans are online saying we should trade one of these guys. We should trade them. Imagine what we can get for these guys. I don't care what we could get for them. We need them. Mm-hmm. We need them. And, and I'm talking and, about both of them. And why pay a backup quarterback $10 million when you don't have to? I said this. Brock Purdy won that Miami game. Excuse me. Won that Buccaneers game. Jimmy G is good as gone. Like, you don't have to ever worry about him coming back. And and I don't even think Jimmy G should play for the, ever. Like, I think he should be done. This is not a shot at him. But why why have him come back when you don't need him to come back? He, he's done here. I think That's he's going to end up. I think he's going to end up somewhere like Tampa Bay or Indianapolis. Or, or in, he should have been an Indy this year, in my opinion. I, I was hey, saying that's that. Their, that's their owner for us. The um the GM for. Yeah. Yep. I've been saying that since the start of the season. So before the season started. But all right. I got uh, three things I wanted to go over really quick uh, concerning the 49ers news, and you told me that the. Uh, this is how disconnected I've been today. I haven't been on, on social media much. Uh, I didn't know that they announced the Pro Bowl players, so I apologize about that. Uh, so we have Fred Warner, you said. We have uh, Nick Bosa. Are those the only two defensive players that made it? Warner, Bosa, yep. And then the other four are offensive players. So then, all right. So Warner, Bosa, Kittle, Trent Williams. Trent Williams. Kittle. Kittle. Juice and, and Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. So the Niners have five, six, six Pro Bowlers uh, that made the made made the Pro Bowl this year. That is all phenomenal, man. That is great. Hey, so I'm I'm watching uh, NFL Network right now, and in the background, it's uh, oh oh, it's fans throwing snow on the field. That's what's happening. Why would that? Okay, all right. I didn't know. I was gonna say like the the chunks that are flying on the field right now are incredible. All right, so I'm sorry about that. I'm getting distracted. The other news that I have for you guys is some is some injury updates. We heard from Kyle Shanahan today. Uh, the Niners have opened up practice windows for a couple of different players. I got three names here. One guy he already ruled out for uh, Saturday's game, and that's Debo Samuel. 
But Debo is out there practicing, and he said if we were desperate and we absolutely needed him, he would he could probably play. But we're not going to look into that right now. Meaning, whatever his game plan is, he's confident in it. We don't need Debo this week. That made me smile from the inside. That was like an inside smile when I heard him say that. You know, so I thought that was pretty cool. The other two players are defensive players, defensive linemen in particular. Javon Kinlaw, his 21-day window has now been opened up. Um, he said as long as there's no setbacks or flare-ups in the knees, he said we're doing everything we can to test it and see if there's going to be any flare-ups. So far, there haven't been any setbacks. He might be able to play on Saturday. And the other name is someone that I asked about recently, and Kalia Davis. A lot of people forgot about this young man, and uh, I didn't. I, I just been wondering where he was, you know, and I forgot that, you know, the the injury and all that stuff. So he hasn't been able to practice. They said they haven't really been able to see him do much football work. So that's what they're looking at now to see how he's doing. If he can show them anything, he will get some some game time, you know. So uh, what were your thoughts on those three players, Ken Law, Davis and Samuel, uh, the injury updates? As far as Debo, I mean, like. You know he's coming back. It's not like he's his practice window has been open. He wasn't on the IR or anything like that. It was just a meter a matter of time. Can he withstand uh, you know, any pressure uh on his injury or whatnot? So you knew he was coming back, you just didn't know when. But the cool thing was he was out there at practice. So I think you can kind of like with Debo, you want to just make sure he's really good to go. But I I, I hate this. I I really believe he's good to go. I, I just don't think Kyle Shanahan is gonna just risk anything. You see how Kyle Shanahan handles certain players with their injuries too. Uh, when you look at the concussion to um, Mooney Ward, Traverius Ward, I mean he was cleared to play. Kyle shut that junk down. Like like so you could tell Kyle covets his players uh, due to the severity of certain injuries. But I think Debo. That twist on that ankle uh, was 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 bad, but I I think now that the swelling is going down, I think he can play football. But you know we don't we don't necessarily need him. <laughs> uh, we didn't need him to beat the, La- the Seahawks, and we probably won't need him to beat uh the, the Commanders. I would love to see him play against the Raiders. I just would love to see his dynamic self on the field the same time as uh, Devontae Adams. But who knows? As far as uh, Javon Kinlaw. Yeah, Kyle said that, look, we're doing everything in our ability to get this guy back into the pads. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because when he's on the field, he's that guy. That's what Kyle Shanahan said. I can summarize it. That's what he said. He's the, he's that guy. He's, he's the guy, right? So they're working on it. Will he be ready to go this week? No. Uh, will he play before the end of the season? Possibly. I think so. Kyle didn't say that, but I think so. Yeah. And- here was the best thing I heard in the whole Kinlaw segment. He said, probably a three-down player for us. Getting yes. in there from pass rushing situations as well. That's scary for the NFL. Yes. If the Niners can get that out of him, because I didn't look, I didn't view him that way. See, I Mike, I think these injuries be funny, man. Like, I I don't think they be getting injured like that. I think Kyle Shanahan be just saving cats. The stashing but, dude. Oh, I just it's so <laughs> Party game, bro. It's a party game. Like hey. I really do. <laughs> That's chess, not checkers, bro. Come on, man. He's 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 when I told you earlier, Kyle is a real MVP. He has been doing his thing. 
it's time for this man to get some credit. It really, really is, man. It really, really is. Kyle's got to get some credit. But listen, we won't hold on anymore. We've been going for over half an hour, guys. Uh, it is officially a call-in show. So we want to hear from you all. We're going to put the number in the chat. All right. It's going across the bottom at the ticker. I'm going to type a comment. I'm going to put it up there. We want to hear from you guys. Let me turn on the Bluetooth. Don't y'all be laughing at my Bluetooth and stuff because I know how y'all like to make fun of me. Okay. Hey, listen, Mike, I got to jump on John's show. I thought we was going to go later tonight. <laughs> so okay. I'm going to jump on John's joint real quick. Uh, talk to those guys in the locker room rant. And if you're still here, I'll come back and jump on and, and handle some of your calls. With you. Hopefully I'll be back at the Super Chat segment. All right. No problem, man. You all, all go right. out there and rock out, man. Y'all make sure y'all go over there and show them some love as well. All right, y'all? All, all right, right, Wayne. You be good, bro. Peace. That's my guy, Wayne Breezy, right there. Guys, the number is at the bottom of the screen. I'm going to type it in, like I said, as a message so you guys can call in. Uh, we will get this whole thing activated. The phone number is 267-949-4513. I want to hear your guys' thoughts. Call in now. All right. We got our first call coming in, and I can't see where to uh, where to go. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let me call this person back who just, just called. I don't know why it didn't give me the opportunity to answer it, but we're going to do this. All right. Let's see. Hello. Hello. Hey, who are we speaking to? Uh, yeah, this is uh Bruce. Bruce, what's going on, man? How you feeling? Can you hear me? Hello. Yeah, can you hear me? All right, there you go. You said you're Bruce from where? Pennsylvania. All right, PA in the building. That's what I'm talking about. I like hearing that. Okay, now this floor is yours, man. The Niners have clinched. We got a third-string quarterback in there. Tell me how you're feeling about everything, and then I'm going to end this with a question to you. Um, I'm feeling pretty good, man. I'm just – the only thing I'm concerned about is his injury. Uh, it, like, is he okay? Like, is he going to be able to make it into the playoffs? I mean, are we going to be as Josh Johnson? I mean, how serious is that? All right. So, from my understanding – uh, he, he had a, a decent week. He was limited in practice today. Uh, but I mean, uh, the last practice they had, but it was a walkthrough. I don't think we should be overly concerned about the injury. Uh, if he, if he didn't go last week, I think I would have been a little bit more concerned, but the fact that he did all walkthroughs, uh, on the short week and was able to get out there and play on a Thursday, uh, I think the 10 days or nine days off, uh, are really going to help consider this is a Saturday game now, but I think that uh, I think that's going to help. I think he'll be fine. I think they'll do a little bit more magic, whatever it is they had to do to get him ready on game day. I'm pretty sure he'll be back out there again. Uh, I didn't hear anything about any okay. setbacks or anything like that. Let me ask you this. You think uh, he's got a lot of confidence as a, as a core QB. Yeah. Um, do you think he might be stealing Trey Lance's job? No, I don't. Not at all. Um, you know, the Niners developed their depth chart when the season started, and Trey Lance was number one, and I think for a reason. I really do. Um, not just the draft picks and all that stuff, but even if you just look at the roster politics, right? Even if you just go based off of the roster politics and how much we gave up to acquire Trey Lance and all, uh, 
there's no reason for them to just make that switch and go to a seventh a seventh round guy. It just it doesn't make any sense. So uh, I I absolutely believe uh, that this is going to be Trey Lance's team when he comes back. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I, I think he's I think he's great. I, I'll tell you right now, if we may if we end up winning the Super Bowl with Purdy, man, this will be the talk of the off season, man. This will make this will make history. It it absolutely will, and not only will it make history, man, uh, it's going to have a lot of people in fear of the 49ers for the following season. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna be talking about how the Niners can't have that Super Bowl slump, you know, like the other division opponent just did. Right. They're going to they're going to they're going to be talking about us in a very, very different way if we can keep him in here. Now, my question to you is this. All right. Uh, the Niners right. clinched right now. We're somewhere between the number two and number three seed. Uh, that remains to be seen right now. I don't think we can go any lower than number three because whoever comes out of the NFC South will be number four. Uh, so we we do have a little something to play for us about seeding here. What team in the NFC? Worries you the most in the postseason? Uh, it, it would be the Eagles, honestly. I, I, I was going to ask you how, how confident are you that we can take down the Eagles? I, I'm going to be completely honest with you, man. I've wanted the nine uh, the Niners to play the Eagles since the Eagles started out. What was it? Something like eight and zero, nine and zero, whatever whatever their record was. I've been wanting them. I've been wanting them bad, man. I, I I live out here in the area. You said you're in Pennsylvania, so I'm sure you, you're somewhere with Eagle fans and Steelers fans, and they've been talking so much. They, they, they're so confident. They're talking about Super Bowl and stuff already, and I'm sitting here like, I, I don't know that they've played any real tough teams yet. I don't know if they've played any teams with top defenses and things like that. They got to go through the Cowboys again. I mean, th- th- there's some games to still be seen for those birds. And uh, I don't think they've played a defense like ours yet. And they haven't played an offensive coordinator that's going to manipulate their, and they got a good defense also. They haven't played an offensive coordinator that's going to manipulate their defense the way Kyle Shanahan is either. Yeah, I mean, to, to, to me, Hurts looks a little bit on the Mahomes side, man. And that's what makes me a little bit nervous about the Eagles. Um I, I, honestly, I wish we could make this year a rematch with the uh, Chiefs and kill them in the Super Bowl. Oh, man. Hey, you never know. You never know how it's going to end up, man. You never know how it's going to shake. You never know how it's going to shake yeah. up, man. So we'll see. But listen, was there anything else that you wanted? I got to get to the next caller. Oh, no, that's it, man. I appreciate your time. I, uh, go Niners. All let's, right. Let's, 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 let's slaughter every team we got. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. That's my man Bruce right there. From PA, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate you. All right, you too, man. All right. Now, let me see who was calling. Oh. So this is weird. It's ringing, but there's nothing there. Like, it's not showing up as a call. It's not showing up as a call. All right, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Where is the button? Oh, there it is. Make sure that when you guys get on, you have your backgrounds turned down, okay? If you're watching it on the uh, screen, Hello. make sure you guys have it turned down. Hello. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking to? You really don't know it's me, Mike. I know. You got to tell them. I I know who it is. I called you back. You got to tell them who it is. Hi, everybody. Uh, 
Jersey. Jersey in the building, man. That's what I'm talking about. PA in Jersey. Look at the East Coast representing. I thought we were going to get a bunch of people calling in on their way home from work. You know, from on on the uh, on the on the West Coast, but East Coast is holding it down. Y'all West Coasters, y'all got to step up. I need to hear from y'all too. But Melissa, what's going on? The Niners. I'm a little mad at you. Oh, I'm, you're I'm always late mad at me. To, to watch John's show, which is every Tuesday at nine, and for some reason, nothing but Niners is always on at the same time, like every week. Tuesdays have been our days. Tuesdays and Thursdays have been nothing but Niners days. The only time we mix it up. As if okay, we're playing but on the short. You go on like multiple times a week. He only goes on once. I can't help that. I mean, you know, that's what Twitter's great for. I mean, YouTube is great for. All we can go back and rewatch either show. I know, but it still sucks. So I'm mean, like torn because you're Jersey and he he's John. Hey, hey but he, they got a good show over there too. They have a really, really good show over there. If y'all haven't been over there. And they got Breezy. Yeah. That locker room ran is good, man. Y'all, man, look. So let's get let's get your thoughts so you don't miss much more of their show. The Niners are division champs. We're going to the postseason. We've accomplished mission number one. What are your thoughts on everything? Uh, I'm a little missed, actually. Um, I was re-watching back the game, right? And um they have this, like, weird um, all-female, like, Manny cast with um, Hannah Storm and uh, Adrian Kramer, I think. Oh, I didn't or, see that. Uh, Andrea Kramer or something like that. Um, but e- either way, they had, like, uh, Draymond Green on and Ryan Fitzpatrick and um, Joe Hale and Raheem Mostert. And, and most it's talking about Trey Greenlaw being the most underrated part of the defense, right? And it's just, it, it's like a little thorn in my side reminding me that Trey Greenlaw got stumped for the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I, you know, I think it comes down to only a certain amount of players at each position can make it. And I think yeah. everyone will tell you that uh, there were there are actually a lot of linebackers in the NFC that deserve to make the Pro Bowl this season. There's a lot of guys out there really, really doing well. So, you know, I mean, I don't think you can have an all-niner squad out there. And I wouldn't be surprised if the NFL does some sort of cap on players. Like, I know that they they say it's voting and all that stuff, but, you know, I we don't really know what goes into it, you know? Uh, it, it wouldn't be the first time two niner linebackers got in. I mean, how many years did Willis and Bullman get together? I think they only got in once together, right? I think it was like at least twice. Oh, maybe. I feel like. Um, but either way, like, it, it just teased me because, you know, Nick Bosa had like 15 and a half sacks last year and didn't make the Pro Bowl. He didn't get all pro. It, it, it kind of feels like that's happening again this year. Well, they, they do it to the Niners all the time. You know, there, there's players on the Niners that. Nick Bosa didn't get a single vote for comeback player of the year, which is pretty incredible. Or defensive player of the year. Right. And so, you know, we, we, we have to see how things go out with the honors, uh, with the honors awards later on. But right now, the first thing is the Pro Bowl, and he made it this year. So we can check that off. Uh, he's there, and damn, he deserves it too. He's probably the best uh down lineman pass rusher in the in the NFL, the, the best defensive end in the NFL. 
Uh, and I don't think that many people would argue against that. So he he's in there this year. He got one, one down, and he's got at least one other award that I want to see him get this year. Which is? I want to see him get defensive player of the year. I really do. <laughs> I really want to see him get defensive player of the year. I want it. I think all people really want it. They also want him to get the sack record, but he it's might, just so he, hard he to might believe the, that the league's going to allow it. He might get the Niner sack record. I mean, we got the benefit of an extra game, and we're going mm-hmm. up against some pretty stationary quarterbacks for the for our last couple of games here. Nick Bosa could, could but go isn't out there. really an extra game. I mean, he didn't play the Falcons game. Uh, yeah, that's true. So he's not going to get all 17 under his belt. But, he, hey, it's still another opportunity for sure. <laughs> uh, I want to ask you a quick question. Sosa or Amenahu, who's impressed you the most this year? Oh, that's tough. Actually, no, it's not. Uh, I'm going to go with Amenahu. I'm going to go with Amenahu. Uh, there's been times where both of those guys, like, they, they flash for sure, right? You see some really good things coming from both of them. Uh, So it's not a knock on either one. Um, But I feel like one guy was brought in to do it. And the other guy was kind of like a rotational guy that's doing it also. Um, And so when Mm -hmm. you're brought in to be the guy and someone else is doing just as much as you, I give the nod to the other person because you really, really went out there and earned it. You know what I mean? One guy is going to be given more opportunities naturally based off of Again, roster politics, salary, and things like that, and you know how much they paid you in free agency and things like that. Uh, where the other guy, you know, you, you were a later addition, and you know, you made the roster, and people were questioning if you were gonna make the roster and how much could you actually contribute. So, if they're both doing the same thing, then I go with the guy who was further down on the depth chart. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I, I love underdog guys, hmm? and, 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 and I really love Menahu because. I think he can do inside and out, and he's just like one of those fundamental players who just wants to ball out. Yeah, yeah, and he, he he's got that drive. He's got the will. He's going out there and he's earning it every opportunity that he gets. I I like I like what I'm seeing from him. And Tony was a person that you know, he, Mike, you gotta watch out for a minute, Hugh. Mike, you gotta watch out for a minute. I'm telling you, he's gonna be special. <laughs> Tony Tony's been on it from from the beginning, man. He, my guy had a, he had his eye on him and he gave him his props. And I was like, all right, we'll see, Tony. I don't know. I don't know. And then boom, there it is. Mike size 13 right in his mouth, foot right in my mouth. There it is. He's out there doing it. I love it. I love it. Those are the kind of things that you always want to be wrong about, right? Like those are the things like, I think this guy's going to be better. Well, this guy's good, but this guy's just as good. And it's like, all right, you were right. You got it. Like those, those are the things that make the Niners a better team than what people thought they were going to be. True, but I think there are certain players who grasp your heart so much you want to be right and you want to shove it in everyone's face. Oh, yeah. Like, for me, that was Greenlaw. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone but John Chapman turned their back on him. And I swear to you, Mike, if there was no Niners rush, I may have gone crazy being the only true great Greenlaw fans all last year. I think there were a lot of Greenlaw fans. I think Greenlaw, uh, he, I think he developed a, a almost like a cult following after that uh, goal line stop that hit on Hollister 
a couple years back to get us that that spot in the uh, rookie year. Yeah, to get us that to get us that spot, the number one, um, the number one. Yeah, but then like injuries started happening, and then um, Fred had that that hard beginning of last year after signing his contract, Mm -hmm. and everyone just switched right to Z's, and it's like. If we can only sign one, we have to sign Aziz first, and he's the better guy. He's less injury-prone. He, he has less mistakes. He's speedier. He's more disciplined. Like, I out of here, everyone dragged this kid's name, and to have one podcast not do that was such a blessing. Mm-hmm. And now everyone's in love with him because he's a tackle leader. He's and he and he he also improved. like turnovers and group tackles and everything. He 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 improved a lot. Also, you know, he he had an issue missing tackles and things like that. And he went out there and he worked on his craft and he worked hard at it. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> and I know Fred Warner may be the leader in the, of that defense and the in the in the signal caller out there, right? But Dre Greenlaw is the tone setter of the defense, in my opinion. Dre Greenlaw is the guy. He's the heart and soul of that defense. He goes out there and he lays the wood and he makes sure that his presence is felt every opportunity he gets. And I think that's infectious. You know, I think that um, <clears throat> when he came back in the postseason uh, last year, the uh, yeah, last year, uh, he came back mm-hmm. in there in the postseason, uh, you could just see the hits and the physicality just took a, a notch up. You could tell the difference in the defense as soon as he was out there on the field. Uh, and that that's when, you know, the eyes really, really started to open up. You know, he's out there slamming people around and everything this year. Got a couple of penalties for roughing, you know, or unnecessary uh, uh, personal fouls and things like that. But, you know, that that comes with the, that comes with it. That comes with it. You know, if you're going to be that uh, okay. physical player, you're going to see some of that stuff, you know. I'm glad you brought that up because I have two questions for you. <clears throat> so the Chargers game. I think we can all agree that it was a bullshit ejection. For sure. My thoughts were it felt like the defense came together to to shut everything down and play harder because Dre got screwed over. And, and I still think one of my favorite clips ever was the him cheering on the sidelines as he's being escorted out of the field. Mm-hmm after the ejection because he's just so happy for his guys. Um, and I want to get your thoughts on that. And I also want to get your thoughts on the Tyree Kill thing on the sideline. Because oh, you saw yeah. him having like in a bear hold. <clears throat> and he like lifted him up off the ground like he was going to suplex him. Mm-hmm. And then he just puts him down gently on his feet. Yep. And he's like, I wanted Tyree Kill just to know that I had he you. knew that I could destroy him. Yep. I had you. I had you. And that's what he said. Yep. Absolutely. So the first thing, uh, you know, when he when he got ejected, you know, this defense has done is, has done something really, really incredible this year. They lose a guy mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter if it was if it was um, Mooney when he went down, if it was Emmanuel Mosley when he went down. Anytime they lost oh, somebody in that, in, in that defense, they they made it a point to say, hey, you are not a liability. You are not a liability. You know, and so the team did. They naturally rallied. There's something there's something different this year. There's something in the air. There's something in the locker room. There is a belief that we are the best. And it's infectious from the top of the roster all the way down to the bottom. And when these guys come in there and they step in, not only do they play well, they play with confidence. 
You know, how many people have, have were done with Lenore, right? Lenore was considered one of the worst guys on the team. And then he goes out there and he has a good game. And then all of a sudden he's dealing yeah, with injuries also. Like they, these guys are all I stepping agree up with in a you good that Most people were, but a few of us, and I feel like very few of us, don't give up on the late round guys because they end up being like the better gems of the whole team. Mm-hmm. And I don't know when you heard about this, but I heard about this pretty soon when he was pulled after, I think, Colts game, I could be wrong, um, that he had a, a family issue, and mm-hmm. that's why he was losing um, playing time. Yeah, yeah. And that's why they were so adamant of um, forcing Ambry at the end of the year where he was costing both his sacks and everything else last year because Lenore was going through so much stuff off the field that they were just so determined to get at least one of the young rookies right. to play well and be there because they didn't want to just have uh, Jake Kirkpatrick and Josh Dorman. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. That that was definitely something that was going on. It was well documented to start this season. And he was saying, you know, he's bounced back now, you know, he's bounced back. He was going through a lot of stuff in his personal life. And I, and I love hearing I, you know, I, I'm sorry to hear the, the turmoil, right, and the controversy and the, mm-hmm. and, the, and the loss and the sadness and all, but I love hearing that we're going to use that as motivation. We're going to bounce back from that, and we're going to come back and play harder. We're going to be better than what we were. I love hearing those kind of stories with these players when they take the when they take the adversity and turn it into a strength, when they use it instead of uh, that causing them to lose it. Uh, I absolutely love that. Did you hear the, the Mason story? The what? The Raisins. The Jordan Mason story. Mason, no. What happened with Mason? All right, so back in September, um, he had a four-year-old niece, right? And um, she passed away, and he's been wearing her name to every game on his jersey. Oh. And he was asked about it. I think it's either on his jersey or his nails or his wrist or something. Either way, he's been writing her name, and so he finally told the story about how right before the, the, the year started, he his baby niece passed away, and after two years with stories like this, I think it, it's hard to call these guys busts right out of the gate, because you just never know what they're, they're going through. Right. Rookie, vet, whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. You're 100% right. I don't think he's wearing it on his jersey because I think he would get fined every game. The NFL is very particular about that. But it's pretty cool to hear that he's honoring her and keeping her memory with him. You know, that's 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 touching. That's heart. That's heartfelt. And I and I like that. I'm Again, sorry for the loss. That's not what I'm saying. I like but I like again. I'm going to no, use it. I, I got what you want. Yeah. It's like um, the first time you heard about Aaron Jones wearing his dad's ashes around his neck. Right. Yeah. Yep. And how the entire like Packers crew stayed after the game to try to, to find, find it when necklace. it fell yep. off his uh yep. thing and then they sewed in a special pocket for him. Yep. That was that was very, very touch very touching stories like that. And that shows you again, you know, it's it's not just a game. It's this is a this is family that we care about each other out here. And that's the kind of stuff that I really, really like. I, I love hearing that kind of stuff. I do. Okay, two last things. Um 
what did you think of Lenora's uh, first INT earlier in the year and then his second one that got called back because of the Nick Bosa unnecessary rough just call? What was the first one you said? Uh, what did you think of Lenora's first INT and then his second one that got called back against Seattle because of unnecessary roughness call? His first one was what? Which one was his first one? Where was that at? <sighs> think it could have been the Bucks game. Could have been the Chargers game. No, I think he did get Brady. I think I think Lenore did get Brady. I think it was the Bucks game. And you know, I'm happy. I don't for, think I'm happy for I him think with, the Bucks was to Sean Gibson and, and Drake Greenlaw. I know Gibson. It might have been Miami. Gibson did get Brady for sure. I remember that one. Yeah, I think it was Miami. But he, here's what I will say. That that pick six should have stood. That pick <laughs> that that should have stood. Uh, that was a terrible call. Uh, I I don't understand how um, the league. I looked on the next back. He like their clawed over Gino, so that there's like no way they could say his weight landed on him. Right. Like I, I'm not quite sure what else he was supposed to do other than not sack him. You know what I'm saying? So. It, it or not hit them. Like it, it just doesn't. It, some of these calls don't really make any sense. Uh, but they uh-huh. they have these rules in place to protect the quarterbacks and all. But you know it 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 is what it is. You know it, it is what it is. We we just have to be patient. We have to be understanding, and then we have to hope that we get some of those calls back in our favor. You know we did get one. Uh, it wasn't a rough in the pasture call, but there was a uh, the Brock Purdy pick that he threw. They called it back right away. I don't remember what the reason was. But there was something that was wrong on that play, and uh, that we, you know, we got lucky that it, it didn't happen. Are you so, talking about the, the Buccaneers game? I I don't remember which game it was. I, I I don't remember off the top of my head which game it was. I know he threw a pick, and then there was a flag on the play or something like that, and it, and it came back. Um, I also want to ask you about all the ints and turnovers, and the team making assistance in defensive turnovers well it's this is what they've been working for you know and this is it's going to be that's a product of being able to rush for and get pressure on the passer that's what that is you know you you go out there and you have to send extra people to generate pressure and all that it kind of leaves your Mm -hmm. secondary a little susceptible you know It, it leaves your secondary vulnerable um and because we can get home with four we're, we're we're okay. We have more hands out there now. A tip pass, a ball that's up in the air is likely to come down. You know when Dre Greenlaw tipped the one to himself from Tom Brady. You know he he high pointed it like he was playing volleyball, trying to blight, block a spike. You know, and okay. then did you hear the story about that though? No. He he went to KMBR early earlier that week. Oh, and, oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I did hear that. Yeah, yeah. Called in and said he wanted a Tom Brady interception. I want a Brady ball. He said, "Yep." Yeah, and he he made sure that he got away with that ball, that he had that ball, and I love, I love that Fred Warner said, "Dude, you should get it signed." And then he went up to him and got it signed. Yeah, and then I think Fred Warner took the Sean Gibson ball over as well and got that signed too. Yeah, yep, absolutely, one hundred percent. It was a beautiful thing to see. I absolutely love it. Love it. Now, Mike, I, it's always fun. 
I got a question. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. I got a question for you before you go. I got to ask every caller a question. Got to ask every. (laughs) I I, I got one for everybody. If you could give, if you could give three more touches to a player Uh on the offense, three more touches a game for any player on the offense, who would it be? You're gonna get me in trouble with this. Oh, I think my I know heart what you're say. Sa- my my heart says Jawan Jennings. Okay. I I I just I love Jawan Jennings, but okay. my mind and my nightmare wanting to like win says Jordan Mason because we just. I'm so sick of seeing these running backs run into the ground and then get injured and lose weeks of their career because we refuse to cycle them yep. like we did in 2019. Yep, just one too many carries. I that That's where I thought you were going to go. I thought you were going to go with Jordan Mason. But I I also understand you wanting to see your guy involved a little bit more in the offense. I mean, but look, third and Juwan, he was, he was out there doing it in Seattle. You know, as long as you're doing what you're here to do, I'm all for it. Last year, yeah, that's why like, they call it third and that, that Bengals game, that that missed uh, Robbie Gold kick. He was essential in setting that up. He, he was essential in overtime. He he was essential in, in overtime versus the Rams the week he to get into the playoffs. It's like I I understand he had missed balls, hmm. and I know he pissed off a lot of people. And I think a lot of that had to do with him refusing to go up for hospital balls. Um, but it, it, it just isn't crazy that, like, Debo gets a pass. Uh, Brandon can get a pass. Like, everybody who's a favorite can get a pass at receiver for dropping balls. But Jawan Jennings didn't. They don't get passes or, or from me. couldn't survive everyone's wrath until the third and Jawan thing took off. Those guys don't get passes from me. In fact, I get killed every time I say Debo and, and Kittle lead the team in drops every year, and no one talks about it. I get I get trashed for that every time I say it. I, they don't. Those guys don't get passes from me, and I, I don't care how much money you make. I don't care if you're a fan See, favorite. That, I, don't, I don't care if you have the best I, selling I don't jersey like on the team. I don't like how you come at Kittle. I, I, and, and we've I been through this, it, and I'm not, I'm not making this a thing. I keep it real for all the but players. I will respect you that you have stood on your podium about him for about two years. Like, the entire time I've been listening to you since, like, 2020. And you call it straight down the line. I, I Sometimes played. I think you go too far. Oh yeah! Oh no! But so I respected that, you, but this is not like a. It's not a vendetta. See Mike's hot take thing. Like you generally will call out everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's showmanship. You got to. You got to. But listen, I know you got to go. I know you wanted to get going. Thank you for participating. I, okay, but you, you gotta understand, John V. Is my brother in everything, but blood. Like, this is the guy who, who, when my entire family got COVID, looked out for me. And when I got it, and I'm high risk, so I was really scared. He, he let me open up to him about what I was going through, 
how scared I was, how sick I was. And then when I showed up on his show because I couldn't sleep, he goes, I was so scared about you. And, like, that was, like, the final kick I needed to, like, get over my high horse and, and like, start taking, like, NyQuil and other stuff that I was avoiding because I didn't want to mix it up with my insulin. Yeah. And when my phone acted up and I, I couldn't make phone calls or I couldn't call into shows or I couldn't watch shows, John remembered that he had this old, like, LV phone and he sent it to me. And, like, he used to have a spare phone because he used to have um, an Android, right? Uh-huh. And he had a spare battery. And he goes, I remember somebody had an phone issue. And he goes, oh, yeah, it was you. And then he actually lost the spare battery, but he still had the phone. So he sent me the phone, and then he actually bought a spare battery off Amazon. Like, oh wow, John, John's just like one of those people. Like, you can't help but love and want to support. He's real, man. He's real. A faithful in need. You know, how, family. You know how he and I bonded the first time. Hmm. I think it was uh, Cal Young who used to be friends with him because they're both Buckeye fans. Mm. And um, I saw one of his posts and John V was uh, talking about Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds. And, and he was talking about how much he loves Dave Matthews music. And that's how we became friends. We, we started bonding over Crash into Me and Crush and Ants Marching um, and all the other stuff and so it's crazy the the things that bond people together all it takes is a couple of moments to hear people that's what makes this all so special that's what makes it all so special thanks mike for doing this before christmas and happy holidays to everyone in the chat oh yeah and please smash that like button and share on twitter or instagram or wherever you have a platform because Nothing But Niners is really a family show. It, it brought so many of us together, and we would be lost without it. There you go. All right. Thanks for the call in. All right. You be safe, and we'll talk soon, all right? Okay, bye. All right, guys. Now, listen. I still need some West Coast people to represent, all right? I saw somebody messaging here a while ago. How do you call in? The number's at the bottom of the screen, guys. It's right there. All right, 267-949-4513. The lines are open. Now, listen. Oh, yeah, yeah, Pern, I, I see this here, a, re, a rematch with the Chiefs. Listen, a lot of people feel that way. A lot of people want to run it back. A lot of people want to run it back. And let me tell you guys something. This defense, they're not letting up a 10-point lead in the Super Bowl. I can tell you all that right now. This defense is the real deal this 49ers defense is they're not just they're not just a good defense when you get guys like uh dante whitner saying how how good they are saying that they're the best uh niners defense they've ever had when he played on a top five niners defense himself that's saying something don't think that i I didn't see those comments don't think i didn't hear it that's all out there you know but it is what it is. All right. Hello? Hey, Mike. You got me? I got you loud and clear. Who are we speaking to? Hey, Brian, let me 
Say that again. Can you call me back so I can turn my volume down? You want me to call you back? Call me back real quick. All right. Look at this. My call-in show is turning to a me call you show. Let me try that again. Let's see. What's happening? Am I calling someone or someone calling me? You got me? I got you. All right. Who are we speaking to? This is Brian. Brian Cole. Brian, where are you calling from, man? The West Coast, baby. Where? West Coast, Stockton, 209. Stockton's in the building. Okay. We finally got a West Coast caller in here. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. Come on, man. The Niners got their hats and T-shirts, man. How you feeling about that, man? Division champs. We go into the postseason, and let me tell you something. Let me. You know how many games the Niners have lost in the postseason in Levi's? Too many for me to want to count. Not a single one, man. Not a single one. The Niners have never lost in the postseason in Levi's Stadium. That's something. I'm not. I'm not going to jump to any conclusions. I'm just saying that's something. You got to tell me how you feel about it all, man. I'm very excited. I, I think Gail did not really who the quarterback is this season. This team can go very far. We are very confident in nothing. Mm. Confident defense. Mm. Probably the best one snapper in the game. Okay. I'm a big special teams guy, so... Okay. Okay. Like David Pepper and Robbie Gold and Mitch Kisnowski. You like the special teams unit, huh? Hey, how you how are you feeling about McLeod as a return man? Be honest with me. I won't tell anybody. Nobody else is gonna hear this. Just between me and you. Every game he's been getting better. Every game is getting better. I, okay. Okay. I like that. I can accept that. I like that. Oh, I was really high on him when he you know got traded to us and we found him. Mm-hmm. But he didn't start out maybe the fastest. The whole team didn't really start out the fastest. I'll be honest with you. I I think the first two, maybe three games of special teams was really good. I think the special teams was really, really good in the beginning. And then all of a sudden, they kind of crashed. They hit hit this wall for a couple of games. I, I was upset. I remember calling them out. And then all of a sudden, they flipped the switch. They went right back to... You know, the the early weeks, they were all of a sudden phenomenal in coverage. And Robbie Gold was on fire. And Mitch Wisnowski had excellent placement with the ball on his punts and everything. I mean, he was I, – I liked what I was Chicago seeing. Chicago was a rain game. Right. And that got really weird. Uh-huh. Then, then Seattle, Dan Levi's, Robbie Gold gets a block field goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Return for a touchdown, I think. So they've been up and down a little bit. Yeah. But they are starting to gel. And I, I really think Ray is starting to play better. And now they're starting to put him in an offense. So I'm really excited. Okay. All right. Now, we got we, we're got we out here. We have the Washington Commanders coming up next. And there have been three starts for Brock Purdy. Around the league, they'll tell you that this is when they start to figure out quarterbacks. They'll start to figure out. Uh, guys after we've got three full games of tape on them. And right now they got a little bit more than that because he did play, you know, three and a half quarters 
and uh, in, in before his first start. Um, what's your biggest concern with Brock Purdy? And then you can go into how you actually feel about him and the positives about him. My biggest concern might be a quick release, maybe arm strength. Arm, okay. All right. I think that's valid. I, I don't think many people will disagree with you on that one. I'm not going to say he can't read defense. I'm not going to say he hasn't seen something before. He is a rookie, but he did play a lot in college. This is this is the first. So you're playing a lot, a lot better than players. But to be able to line up and say hi, he should feel pretty comfortable. Okay. Okay. All right. We don't need him to do much. We yeah. just need him to check the ball down to the MCU and direct the kid on the middle. Then I use wide open throw to him and. And that's what I was saying about his success. That's what I was saying earlier. You know, uh, he's not, I don't think he's being asked to do a whole lot right now. It's don't mess up the game, hit the open guy, take what the defense is giving him and keep the, and keep the chains moving. And I think that he's doing that really, really well. I heard a, I'm not going to say who it was that I heard, but a a really, really well-respected guy, not just in the 49ers community, but in the league. Uh, I heard him say, you know, um, he's playing better than Jimmy. The, the 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 quote that I heard was, every quarterback that's come in for the Niners is playing better than the guy that was ahead of him. And I was, I I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about that. But I want to ask you. That's my question to you. Before I let you go, how do you feel about that? Do you think that's true? So when Jimmy came in his um, team on 2017, he didn't have the ACL injury. He's playing like backyard football. Everybody fell in love with him. He was doing really good. And I think that might be similar to where Curdy's at right now. Okay. Okay. The upside is he's a rookie, and we're not going to be paying him as much. And we have a really good defense. Where that, that team, everybody is still gelling together. We are still be able to get offense, or defense, everybody. But this, this team's ready to win Super Bowl, so we really just need a quarterback to come in and plug and play and just play confident. Right. Where at that 2017, Jimmy would have maybe had that defense. You might have been in a different situation. But when he came back and got hurt in 2018, his mobility is gone. Cody still has that mobility. He, he hasn't been hurt. Okay. So even if the league figures him out, Using the double spin and then throw it to Kittle and he ran in for a touchdown. I mean, that doesn't happen to him many times. Right. So, but hey, Mike, thanks for having me on. No problem, Brian. Thanks I'll for calling. Again, a lot of fun playing fantasy football with you. And uh, you know, if you ever need a West Coast caller, I'm out here. So. All right, I appreciate you, man. Have a great night. All right, and happy holidays to you. You too, man. All happy right. Holidays. Stay faithful, everybody. All right, stay faithful, guys. You heard him. Now, listen, guys, I hear y'all complaining about the beep. I can't help that I have call waiting, all right? I don't know what y'all want me to do. We have call waiting, and that's what you're hearing. That's what the beeps are, all right? We got Now, I see people saying my calls aren't going through. They're going through, but we got somebody else on the line. So what I'm doing is 
I'm calling people back uh, after after I get the call the caller off the line. Okay, so let me see what we got here. Uh, let's go with this one here. Four oh eight. We're calling. If you got a four oh eight area code and you called in already, I'm calling you back. Don't get scared. Come on. Hello, who we speaking to? This is Jesse from San Jose. San Jose. All right, we got back-to-back West Coast calls coming in. That's what I'm talking about. How you feeling out there, man? Feeling like a champ. That's right, man. The champions of the NFC West, and we're we're gunning for more, man. We're not done yet. We got a lot more to accomplish, right? That's right. That's Just about. the beginning. We're conquering the West first, and then we're conquering the rest. There you go. Start with the West and finish with the rest. I like that, man. I like that. That sounds like something that should be on a TNT shirt. I like that, man. All right. The floor is yours. Let me hear what you got for me, man. Honestly, I, I'm just can't even believe what Purdy's been able to do. If he continues this and Jimmy's healthy, ready to go, I'm just worried that Kyle's going to do the, the silly thing and try to put Jimmy in just because he's been in the playoffs. Okay. You know what? I'm glad you mentioned this. Let's have let's have a private conversation. Pretend nobody else can hear this. Pretend nobody else is, is here, okay? Between me and you, do you remember why Kyle wanted to get rid of Jimmy in the first place? Because the, 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 the rumors really picked up after the Super Bowl. I'm trying to pick my brain. I can't. Jimmy Jimmy was gun shy. Jimmy was, wasn't hitting the shots down the field. It seemed like everything had to be right in front of Jimmy. He was missing the the uh the passes where the linebackers were just off out of sight just a little bit. They were tipping passes and intercepting him and things like that. Kyle was really, really trying to move on from Jimmy as early as or I'm sorry, as late as the beginning of the season. They tried to trade him all the way up to the final 53-man cuts, right? So it's starting to ring a bell. I don't – Especially that pass that he missed for – what's his name? Uh, We picked him up for – or he ended up going with the Saints after. Emmanuel Sanders. There there you go, Sanders. When he missed that pass, Kyle lost a lot of faith in him, and he – he put the ball in his hands. He put the game in his hands. When he saw he couldn't do it, that's when I started seeing college just kind of moving away from Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. You know, but here's the thing. This is why – that's why I don't think Kyle's looking to go back to him. And between me and you, again, this is a private conversation. We off the record right now, but we on the record, just so you know. But – Yes, sir. <laughs> but I also think that's why Purdy's not the guy going forward. Can he be a guy? Can he help us later on? Absolutely, right? I don't think Purdy yes, is the guy going forward because a lot of those limitations are going to – Purdy just hasn't been put in the position where he's got to make a big play. He hasn't been in that position yet. You know, we had a we had a comment earlier, I want to see Purdy uh, in, a, in a position where he's got to come from behind. You know, Wayne talked about what happens if we're down 21. Well, if we're down 21, either the offense is really, really not clicking or the defense fell asleep again. We haven't been down 21 since what? That 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 uh, 
Chiefs game. This defense hasn't been playing like that all year, right? So I personally don't think that that Purdy's the V guy going forward, but I do think he's a guy. I do think he's a cog in a very, very big machine. Uh, a cog you know, like he mentioned, he mentioned one of his interviews. He said he's just a piece of, of the puzzle that's that's being put together. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like where his head's at. Mm-hmm. He's not letting the, the hype get to him. Yeah. Or his words are making it sound like like it's not getting to his head. So I like that. Yeah. And oh, yeah. like you mentioned, though, I, I really want to see him under pressure where not don't want to see him. But we haven't had a moment where he has to get the team back up. Right. Right. And so that kind of does worry me. Where Where is he going to be when he's under pressure, when the team needs him to to pick up, pick up the pace? Right. And that's what I see. And I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I don't need to see a seventh-round guy come from behind. I'm not trying to test him to see if he's a franchise quarterback or not. Let him be a really good backup. Let him be the Nick Foles of the 49ers this season. We've seen this happen before. Now, Nick Foles wasn't a rookie when it happened. There's some history that can be made here, guys. There's some history that can be made that here. Would, that would mean the defense would have to stay healthy and yes. stay playing the way they're playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. if defense has a down game, we're going to have to put the game on Purdy. Well, now let's, let's also – now there's a flip side to it, right? Purdy's averaging 28-plus points a game since he's been in here. You take right. you take Purdy's production and you chop it all up and you divide it by the amount of quarters he's played and the points they put up and all that. Listen, the Niners might be performing better offensively than they have been all year long. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I'm just saying. Yeah, but yeah, that's I, what yeah. happens when the defense is clicking the way that it is. And now, so I asked, I asked the previous caller about a team, right? And, and he said, you know, the Eagles, right? The Eagles are going to worry a lot of people. The Eagles have one of the best, if not the best, offense in the NFL right now as far as yards and points per game, right? But uh, That's what they said about the Dolphins. Come on now. See? Ex- all right. now. But still, here's my question to you, though. No one was worried about that Dolphins defense. It was the Dolphins offense that they were worried about, and the Niners went in there and did their thing there. I want you to tell me if there's a team in the NFC that has a defense you're worried about going up against, because in my you opinion, I was gonna. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna ask you that question in re, in regards to a defense, either that we've played like since Purdy took over, or the next three games that worry you. Because the it's gonna sound crazy to to say, but the Raiders' defense. That Crosby guy is is gonna put some pressure on Purdy, and that's the one game that I'm kind of worried about. I, I hear you. I like that. I like what you're saying. It makes a lot of sense. But he, this has been my thing with Kyle, regardless of who our quarterback is. If your defense has one good guy, Kyle plans around him a lot. And I said this a couple shows ago, right? Everyone gives Brunskill all this credit for being Aaron Donald's daddy. Right. Like I've seen the pictures and all that stuff, but I don't really think it's about Brunskill versus Aaron Donald. I think it's about the game. 
I think it's about the game plan versus the Rams, knowing that Aaron Donald was the only guy on that defensive line. And then look what happens in the postseason, right? We play against them. They've got Von Miller. And all of a sudden, we can't control everybody the way that we wanted to because it's not just one guy to worry about. If it's just Crosby we have to worry about, this is just my opinion. I'm not trying to invalidate anything, any of your concerns. But if it's just one guy that we got to worry about, I like our odds. I do. Now, they got that other guy, too, though, that won the game for them on a Sunday. Yes. Is real Mac, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> the real Mac on the field that night. It. Right? The real Mac <laughs> on the field that night. Yeah. Yeah, he's out there. But he's been a little quiet this year. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, did you have any other thoughts you wanted to share before I let you go? I don't know who I heard it from, what what show I was listening to this morning before going to work. Mm-hmm. And I hope I'm not talking too soon, but is there if, if Purdy's able to take us to the Super Bowl, do his thing, is there any way he'd be able to land the offensive rookie year of the year? It's a really good question, but the problem is they award those before the Super Bowl. And that's that's the issue. You know, I think that if it was a if it was a postseason award ceremony, absolutely. I really, really gotcha. do. I really do think that. Um, but because it's an award that happens prior to the Super Bowl being played, uh, we're gonna have to hope that what he's doing is enough. And I just I don't know if how do I say this without without like offending the Purdy crowd, right? Like, and I'm part of the Purdy crowd. I like what he's doing. I don't, I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's outperforming or exceeding anyone's expectations. I think we're getting caught I up see what you're saying. in the I wins. see what you're saying. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? It's, like, it's one of those things where it's, it's a team win that we've been, been able to do lately. Like, Offense is doing what they're supposed to do. Defense is doing what they're supposed to do. And they're just all clicking. So so it's not putting it all on him. But I see what you mean. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and so, you know, I just – I don't know if uh... – I, I I just don't know if if that's uh if he's if he's gonna get that award. I would love to see it. He's coming in there. He's 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 been the real deal. I'm not trying to take anything away from him. You know, he's coming in. He's he's performing well. He's playing with confidence. He's playing through injury. Right. He's in enemy territory. Right. We he he gives our second win in ten years. Think about that. Our second win in ten years in Seattle. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, it it's not impossible. It's it's not it's not a terrible. Uh, notion to think that you know he's out there and he's performing well. I just don't know if he's like rookie of the year is tough. There's some there's some wide receivers that are doing their thing. Uh, some people I I heard someone say Hutchinson should get rookie of the year nods. I don't think he's been that impressive, but you know what do I know? I'm not watching Lions games that that closely, you know. So it's it's a it's a tough hill to climb. Uh, but you know we'll we'll have to see what happens. Hopefully, I tell you what what to win for the Niners. Let's see if he gets any votes. Gotcha. Let's just see if he gets any votes. If he gets any votes, that's that's a dub for the Niners because when Nick Bosa doesn't get a vote for comeback player of the year last year, I mean, it shows you what the league and what what the what the writers think about the 49ers. So, you know, we got we have to realize we we are in an uphill battle, you know. So uh we'll, we'll see what happens though. But good good call, man. I appreciate the call and thank you very much. 
Def- definitely appreciate you taking the call and appreciate the love coming from the East Coast. There you go, man. There you go. East Coast to West Coast. We worldwide, man. That's what we do out here. We Niner fans, baby. We're everywhere. Let's go. Keep right. it keep it rolling. Come on, Niners. We got this. There you go, man. All right. Have a good night and happy holidays, all right? All right, brother. Likewise. Thank all you. Right. Let's see if I can get Tanya on the line. She said she tried calling a few times. Let me look for that 925 number. I see two of them here. Let's see if this is her. Let's see if this is her. Hello? I think the phone broke. I mean, am I blocked? Did I get blocked? It says, oh, it says user busy. She's that's funny because she said when I call, when she called here, I got she got a busy signal. Let's try this again. Hello. Hello, who are we speaking with? What's up, Mike? What's go? What's going on? How you What's doing? Up? That's Let's right. Go. That's what I'm talking about, man. I was getting worried about y'all. I had back-to-back East Coast callers. I know. I'm kind of Christmas shopping too, so I just made it home. Oh, so, you know. Okay. Okay. And you know I'm I got a question for you, too. Fight. I'm getting stage fright. Not his way. Uh, hold on. Let's see. Uh, go ahead. Ask me your question because I can't think yeah. of it. Yeah. You know, I, I try to give a question to every, everybody that calls in here, right? So we, we've talked about Brock Purdy at nauseum and things like that, right? And I'm going to – the question I'm going to ask you is this. I want you to tell me who you think is more important to the 49ers' success right now. There's no wrong answer. Is it Kyle Shanahan or is it John Lynch? Oh, the 49ers have gone out there and they, they've really done a phenomenal job in building this roster. And I think John Lynch gets a – I don't know if he gets enough credit for building this 53. Every time there's a player that somebody likes, you know what people say? Oh, well, whose guy was that? Oh, well, I heard it was this scout's guy. Or I heard it was right. Adam Peters' guy or whatever. But John Lynch is the guy putting the cards in every time, right? He's got a – that's why they hire these scouts. That's why they hire these player personnel guys and oh, things right. like that, right? Yeah. So and, I can't take both, but say, yeah, I will go with John Lynch. Okay. That is a phenomenal answer right there. I love that. I love that. They both deserve the credit, right? Right. So I would say John Lynch because he he was scouting the talent. But once they came, it would be Kyle because you need great coaches to teach, Mm. to utilize, so the players can utilize their talent. Okay. So I would say half and half. 
I love it. I love it, Tanya. Thank you so much. Thank you for calling. I'm not rushing you off. I know you said you, you might have a question for me. Did you did you come up with one or no? Oh, I did. I did. It's for you and everyone in the chat. I think I did put it in the chat. Okay. So my thing with Purdy, he's doing a phenomenal job. I, he's really poised in there and he's um, out there on the field. But I'd rather have him mess up or have a bad game because he hasn't had that yet. I saw this. Okay. And one of these last three games, instead of having it in the playoffs, how do you feel about that? I'm not, some people think it's being negative, but he hasn't really had a bad game or he struggled or come from behind behind. So I just rather him do it in the regular season than the playoffs. You are going to get me yelled at, and I'm okay with that. The people yell at me all the time. That's part That's part of hosting a show where you do multiple shows a week and all that, right? So I'm going to be completely honest with you. If I had things my way, all right? Well, let me, let me, let me be clear. If I had a wish, it would be the Niners went out, we win the Super Bowl, and we don't look back, right? Like that, that would be my wish. But in a perfect football world, you want to know that this kid can overcome some adversity and bounce back well, right? I would like us to either lose on Saturday to Washington because I much prefer to beat the Raiders. But if we beat Washington, I think we need to lose to the Raiders so that way we can see how he bounces back against the Cardinals in the final game of the season. I I, I just have That's this... How I was how I was. Right. Like, and the reason I came to that conclusion is because watching the games the other day to see those elite quarterbacks struggling, but they still found a way to win. They're right. not perfect, you know. So I just thought about, hmm, I think Purdy needs to fuck up in one of these games. Right. <laughs> and and look, and look, right, when I don't I don't think for a second that Purdy is some elite guy that's gonna come back from thirty three down like like Kirk Cousins no, did. Me I don't either, but just saying like elite player quarterbacks they make mistakes too. That's what, yeah. Yes. And I need him to, you know, have an important drive and he doesn't make the right call or a pass gets tipped or intercepted. I want to know that he doesn't fall into some hole. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there's a, there's been a right. lot of players that we've liked over the years. And people say that once one thing goes wrong, they get in their own head. I'll use my guy, Keller Witherspoon as, as, as an example, right? Everyone knows I'm the biggest right. spoon supporter, but the biggest knock on him was once he has a bad play, it's a trickle down effect, and he can't get out of his own head. The people that was that's what people were saying about him. He loses he loses his his, his uh, faith. He he starts to try to overcompensate, and he becomes a liability as as opposed to playing the way that he was playing before. Right? We haven't seen Brock tested right. at all, at all. He's taking some hits. This kid is taking some hits. But the one play that he threw the pick, it was like, hold on now, there's a flag on the play. What is that? It's coming back, and he never looked back. He never looked back after that. So I kind of agree with you. I want to know that there's a way for him to be tested, but all at the same time, the Niners still be okay. You know what I'm saying? So we'll have to see what happens. We'll We'll have to see what happens. Okay, well, that's it. I'll let you go because I know there's other callers, but I want to wish you and your family a blessed, happy um, holiday, Hanukkah, Christmas, and everyone in the chat, too. Everyone have a nice, safe, blessed Christmas and go Niners. Thank you very much. Happy holidays to you and yours, okay? Thank you. All right. All right. That was my girl, Tanya. 
Oh, see, it's telling me someone's calling, but there's it's not ringing right now. I can't I can't answer it because it's not. Where is the call? The phone's not even ringing. It's, this is crazy. I can't show you all my screen because everyone's phone numbers are exposed. But there is a. Okay, it, okay, that was nine one zero. I see it now. So I can only see who was calling after it stops ringing. That's weird. That's weird. There's no, there's no option for me to, to call, or uh, to answer. Hello. Anybody there? Uh, say hello again. Go ahead, go ahead and say hello one more time. Mike, Mike. check one two one two. I think I know who. The, I feel the energy already. Who is this on the line? to the A to the R to the R to Let's the E go. to the R T O M. Let's go. Fair Square. <laughs> Since I've been here. TD in the building, man. What's going on with you, big dog? Back to the bone, my home is your home. Now, welcome to the Paradome. <laughs> I, I know you had some other callers on tonight, but 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 I'm getting ready to shut it down, Big Mike. Uh-oh. All right. Hey, like I told everybody, the floor is yours. I'm not here to agree or disagree. Just let you vent, and I'm going to share my thoughts on anything you got to say and answer whatever questions you may have, if any, coming my way. All right, here we go. First and foremost, I put a statement out, and I want everybody to know. You do not have to blow somebody else's candle out. I, I saw this comment. To make yours shine brighter. Come on now. And and that goes to, we don't have to say Jimmy is garbage. We don't have to say Trey is garbage. Come on now. Because we've inherited a Brock Purdy. Come on now. This is, come on. They both, they all three are good. And maybe God has just blessed you. Mm. It's just 49ers fans. They got a way of just trying to divide, right? They're so, they're, they're, Don't they're, let them divide your people. Don't divide my people. Don't do that. Don't do that. We, we're in a blessed situation. We got the athleticism of Trey Lance. We got the know-how and the experience of Jimmy G, mm. but boy, if we ain't got something in Jimmy and Brock Purdy, in Brock Purdy, boy, we got something. Uh, uh, Mike, 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 you know, Come on, I, man. I, I'm a studier of the word of God. I'm a studier of defenses. I'm a studier of offenses. I'm a historian of the game. I'm a I'm a lover of 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 all that is perfect and all that is beautiful. And let me tell you, this kid brought Purdy, man. See, go, go, oh, let me... he he has been going against. Everybody said, "Well, uh, 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 who are these guys I'm on with?" It is Forty Niners eyes. I'm on with Forty Niners eyes. As I'm as I'm on with you, because you know computers can do that. Amen. <laughs> but they said, wait, wait till Brock faces somebody. Wait till Brock does this. Wait till the defenses catch up with him. Wait till this. Hey, hey man. 
the number one defense in the entire world for 13 weeks. I can't I can't let you do that. That's not the same though. That's not he's been same. going up against them, Mike. He's been going up against them. He's been facing a Fred Warner. He's been facing a Nick Bosa. He's not he facing, facing Nick Bosa. Uh Omena Hugh. He's been facing an Epicon. He's been facing uh 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 Jimmy Ward. He's been facing a Mooney Ward. He's been facing Talanana Hufunga. He's been going at him and he's been doing it. And so when he stepped in there in Miami, <laughs> it was like, well, who are y'all? But, all right, can, can, I, can, I, can I push back a little bit? Can it's I offer? similar to the Bible. Let me tie it into the Bible real quick before I let you get in there. Wait, no, no, because I don't want to talk in, against in, the Bible. You're going to make me. In the Bible, in 1 Samuel, 1 oh, Samuel, I'm about to be a chapter in the 7th verse, it says, man looks at the outward appearance but god looks at the heart okay okay all right we've been tagging this kid as mr irrelevant we've been tagging this kid as too small we've been tagging this kid as he ain't got it and you just did and you just said, you want a first-round pick. You didn't go to a powerhouse. You didn't do that. You didn't do that. But but there was a king named David mm. who his dad did the same thing. And he sent him out to shepherd some sheep. But, but while he was shepherding the sheep, he was out there conquering bears and lions and tigers and anything that came up against the sheep. So when it was time to conquer the Goliath, mm. he was like, who is this uncircumcised Philistine who doesn't believe in God? You talk about that man digging the I'm going to conquer you too. Mm. Remember that. File that away for later. Okay. Because there's a humble spirit about this young man. There's a spirit... I'm telling you, man, if, if I was the 49ers, everybody within the sound of my voice, put yourself in the mind of a kid who comes out and fires up the Miami Dolphins, who a lot of us, and I ain't going to say no name, but a lot of us pick the Dolphins to beat the 49ers. Oh, no, day. you're not going to play me like that. A lot of us said we was going to lose. Well, oh, oh, my, they fast. And, and, and I spell fast, F-A-Y-S-E. They fast. They fast. Ooh, ooh, I don't know. You know, we went up against the Kansas City. They went up against, and they come to you after Jimmy G, who was on a hot streak. And, and, and I've been the biggest Jimmy G downfall guy in God's creation. I done talked about Jimmy G up after he picked it. He he uh, he did the pick eight. I, I talked bad about Jimmy G. But Jimmy G was pretty high the last four or five weeks leading up to this. He breaks his foot. And they look to number 13 and say, hey, man. 
hey, I need you to go in there and, and, and win this for us. He'd be like, all right, I got you. I got you. I got you. And he systematically does it. And they would thought Josh Boyer, Josh Boyer was the New England assistant for several years. He was under Bill Belichick, man. They were throwing the kitchen sink at that kid, and he responded. The next week, he goes against the greatest, and I am so sorry for all you 49er fans. I am a 49er fan, too. I love Joe Montana. I love me some Joe Montana. He done put money in my pocket. But let me be 100% clear. Tom Brady is the greatest that ever did it. Tom Brady owns 36 NFL records and has seven Super Bowl rings. I'm, I'm going to say that again. 36 records and seven NFL Super Bowl rings. He's the greatest that ever did it. And my man Brock Purdy went out there and put 28 on a Tom Brady and, and got a high five at the end of the game. Man, sometimes it's just before you, Mike. It's just before you and and we don't wanna we don't wanna acknowledge that, that we got what we got. There's a there's a caption in the Bible in Matthew twenty one around verse nine. Matthew twenty one and nine. It was prophesied by Zechariah, a prophet, who said the king is going to come on a white horse with a crown. But in Matthew 21 and 9, Jesus came, and I'm not, for all you that, 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 that say, oh, you, now you're comparing it get to Jesus. But I'm, I'm just making the comparison of how we look at things. Jesus came to them on a donkey, a white donkey, with a, 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 a thorn, a, 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 a crown of thorns around his head, and the Sadducees, because they're Sadducees, and the Pharisees, because they're not there, you see, they all looked at him and said, that ain't him, that ain't it, that ain't it, that ain't it. Teardome. But 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 it's 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 right in front of you. It's right in front of you. Yeah, but all right. Right in front of you. But you gotta you gotta don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. But you also you also can't confuse it. Don't wait on him to to not achieve. Don't wait on him not to get it. Don't wait on him. Don't don't pray against it. That's not what we were doing. That's not what this last call was about. We weren't we weren't waiting for him to fail. We weren't hoping he failed. That's not that's not what we were saying. That's not what we were saying. See, you talked about David and what happened when David saw Shorty taking a shower. Huh? Oh, he was crazy about it. He he but he went through some adversity then, right? Hey. Hey man, okay. If you if you like me, a good heterosexual man. (laughs) Don't do that. I'm not dispersing (laughs) any of you uh, that are of the other way. My point, but 
But my, but my, but, but, but Bathsheba looked good out there. But my, they say she looked like she looked like Beyonce and and and, and all the girls. <laughs> she she was bad. All I'm trying to say is this, bro. Listen, I, now I heard you say he's been going up against the best defense in the world, but I this is my pushback, and it's a serious pushback. He hasn't gone up against any of those defensive linemen the 49ers has. Nick Bosa, Hugh, Sosa, Armstead. Right and I'm gonna tell wait, no, 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 right no, there, no, no. Right? You you got right. it. You gotta right. let me finish. I got I gotta say it. You can't you can't disagree until I get the point out. You can't disagree right, yet. I haven't I haven't finished it yet, right? Yes, he's been in practice against those guys, and they're technically on the field, but he know they can't touch him. They can't really pass rush him. They can't really put pressure on him. Now, that secondary, they can do their thing 100%. That secondary, if, if, if it's a bad ball, they can pick it off. If it's a bad ball, they can tip it. But what they're not allowed to do, that front, which is the key to the success for this 49ers defense, that front has not been allowed to tap that young man's jaw. He is out there in a no-contact jersey for all 13, 14 weeks he's been with this team. And so right, when – Mike, Mike, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, on that first play when he said, man, I, I messed up and I was in the wrong play. The wrong audible, did, yep. Did they touch him up? Oh, they oh they tagged him. They tagged him once. And, and what did he do? He proceeded to put 28 unanswered. Mm. Mm. Up against mm. Tom Brady, born December of 1977, wearing number 12, seven rings, 10 appearances in the NFL, in the Super Bowl. I'm, hey, man. Uh, hey, listen. Sometimes a dude just got it. I, I, when, when he, that's the thing, too, Mike. This kid understands in the moment when he got something. Right. When he, when he scrambled out and stuck that ball out in Seattle Field, it used to be Quest. I think it's Lumen now. When he stuck that ball out, it wasn't just to get that first down, Mike. I I I, I applauded that at the very top of the listen, show. Listen, hold on. Oh, let me tell it. Let me tell it. Let okay. me tell it. All right. I cut you off. My bad. Go ahead. That was an homage to Russell Wilson. I'll get the... And every time Russell Wilson had stuck that ball out to get that first down, this kid got it. Listen to me. And, and I'm there with you. I'm there mm. with you. It ain't as cute as it used to be. My wife tell me it is, but I know it ain't. <laughs> that oblique hurts, man. Hey, let her know. It's not called a dad bod. It's called a father figure. Put that oh, on the shirt. Father. Uh, look at, Come on now. Come on. Uh, hey, I'm here, bro. Stand by while I write that down. Uh, I'm uh, here, bro. Father figure. That's right. 
That's I was right. Just, hey, I was just listening to that uh, to that uh, 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 George Michael and Wham father figure. Put your doubting hand in mine. I will be your teacher. teacher. Anything you have in mind. Terradome eight. Hey, stop. On. Stop Come playing on, with me, man. Preaching tonight. You gotta, you somebody gotta tell me, you gotta tell me something. You, you, you in here, you, you mighty high right now. Everything is going well for the Niners. You tell me what team you most worried about, and I want you to be honest. Uh, let me see. Come on now. You, uh, you, want me, you want me to tell you the current playoff standings? I, I could tell you the teams on the bubble. I could tell you no, the teams no, on the friends. I know everybody. I, I watched everybody this weekend. I saw everything. I saw Minnesota come back. You don't I want. You don't want. You don't want that Viking smoke right now, do you? Uh, uh, get robbed. I saw everything. I saw. I, I, I know what KC's at. I, know, I, I, I guess the the only thing I'm worried about, if if if, if you could call it worry, I want to exercise our demons and get. Kansas City in Scottsdale, Arizona. And I want to get back what the devil stole from me. Okay. okay. And I want Jordan Mason to have a fun day in the second half, running that thing out for 24 to 14. Because, Mike, let, 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 let me go ahead and, and, and tell you. I'm the kid feeling, willing and dealing, diamond ring wearing, Rolex wearing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun. Woo! And we are ready for everybody you can possibly line up. Okay. You got to walk that out. Whether it's Green Bay, Wisconsin, whether it's Minnesota, whether it's Philadelphia, the San Francisco 49ers can come to your town with the best defense you have ever seen, with playmakers you can't imagine. All right. And I can take your candy whenever I get ready. I got a play caller in Kyle Shanahan. The book is open. The doors of the C-130 are open. The, the truck is loaded. The jet is fueled. The train is on the track. I will not be defeated. Mm. I will not be denied. Mm. We got it going on <laughs> in San Francisco, California. Don't nobody want to see me, and I want to see everybody. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so, serving notice. Somebody there passed the There are 31 teams in the NFL, and you can get it, too. I don't care if you got a star on your helmet. I don't care if you got a KC on your helmet. I don't care if you call yourself a Jaguar, a Buffalo Bill. I don't care if you call yourself a, a Philadelphia Eagle. You can get some, too. We got what we need in this house. Mm. Okay. And 
and I'm going to show you come Saturday. Okay. These are not calls. There's a, there's a scripture in the Bible. It's about uh, Psalms 139, around 139. It says, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. That word fearfully is a Hebrew word. It means raw, it means original, and wonderfully means Allah, which is of origination. The Redskins, or let me redirect, the commanders are going to come out here and try to be the 49ers. But there is only one original. Ah. Everybody else is a knockoff. Talk to him. You a knockoff. Talk to him. This is the original. Every other defense, this is the problem with every other defense. You may try to run the schemes that the Miko Ryan runs, but you can't produce it. Because you don't have a Fred Warner. Mm. You don't have a Al Shair. You don't have a Dre Greenlaw. Mm. You don't have a Nick Bosa. Mm. You don't have a Mooney Ward. You don't have a Talanoa Hufanga. You don't have the original parts. When I come see you, run my division. Run my conference. Run my Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm coming to get what's mine. I'm playing until February. And I'm getting what it is mine. Get off my phone, man. Let's go, baby. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I love I it, love Terry. You, Hey man, I love you too, brother. Wait, I gotta ask you God one question you, and I gotta let you go. I have I gotta ask everybody a question before I let them go. Oh no, wait, no, no, I did ask you. I asked you which was the one team for real. And you you went down the whole litany of the all 31. I ain't worried about none of y'all. So never mind. I take it back. I asked you already. Yeah, yeah. I want them Kansas City Chiefs. I want to I want to exercise the demons. I want to put it on them. I know they got Travis Kelsey out there. I know they got uh uh, uh Patrick Mahomes out there talking like Kermit the Frog. I'm gonna hit him in his throat. I'm getting what's mine. Okay. All right, man. That's Amen. it. Amen. I got nothing else for you, bro. You be safe and happy holidays. By the way, we'll be back on before Christmas, just so y'all know. But happy holidays to everybody, okay? All right, Mike. Mike the team, man. Y'all, y'all, hey, y'all hit that like and subscribe button. Mike the man. I appreciate you, big dog. All right, brother. All right. That's my guy, man. That's that's energy right there, man. I, I love that. I, I could deal with that all day. Now, I did get a beep a couple of minutes ago. 831, I'm going to call you back. All right? 831, I'm calling you back. Hopefully, you're still out there. Let's see. This might be the last call of the evening. We already at the two-hour mark. I said I'm wanting to wrap up around there. Hello, who are we on the line with? This better be good. Hello? Hello? Did you say this better be good? Whoa, 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 whoa. Sir, if you talked any slower, we would be on this call for another four hours. Let's pick up the speed here, okay? Is this what Trump? Do you want? <laughs> oh, wait a second. Oh, 
All right, all right. I think I've heard enough. Let me stop you there. Do <laughs> you know who you're speaking to? <laughs> what is that? Is my hookah spike? What is I'll going give you an F for effort. This <laughs> is the President of the United States, might I add. Well, if this were the apprentice, you'd be fired already. This is the greatest show ever. This is the Now, based on the fact that you have my number, I should have you arrested. But I'm feeling pretty generous today. How did you get this number, sir? All right, I'll play a Sir, I was just calling back a number. I had a missed call from this number. Now, I can tell what somebody's lying to me. And if you have <laughs> phone, I'll have the secret service track you if I wanted. Hey, Mr. If you're not going to tell me how you got this number, then I'm obligated to know who you're voting for in this election. <laughs> and if you say Biden, I know you are lying to me and yourself. I, do you do you watch football, Mr. President? Ex former president. Do you even know what he will do to this country? And with Kamala, name one good thing that will come of this. Go on, I'm listening. The 49ers are going to win the Super Bowl under the Biden administration. That's a phenomenal thing. Not a good enough answer. <laughs> I don't think we will ever have a better president of the United States once my eight years are up. And yes, I said eight years. You coming there back? There is no chance that I won't win this November. Am I right? You, you, you coming back like Peyton Manning did, right? Okay, well, I don't really care what you think anyway. <laughs> I'm concerned about voter fraud. As I have mentioned before, I am a very busy man. So okay. repeat what you needed again and make it quick. I just want to know if you like the 49ers. All right, I've had enough. I'm putting you on hold. Be back in a second or an hour. I can pretty much do whatever I want. All right, well, you, you have a good night, sir. This better be good. Hello? <laughs> I'm into this call. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> this better be good. Hello. <laughs> All right, guys. That is it. I'm done. For real. That is it. That is the last call of the night. I don't know what just happened. My ribs hurt. I think I have an oblique injury now. I don't I don't I don't know what just happened. Listen, guys. <laughs> Y'all were phenomenal. I want to thank everybody who participated in tonight's show. I want to thank everybody who called in. I want to thank everybody in the chat, all the live viewers. Oh, wait, I can't leave yet. I got to go. I got to I gotta go through the, uh, I have to go through the super chat, the super chat segment. All right, guys. So this is your last chance to be a part of the show. The phone lines are shut down. The phone lines are shut down. They are over. Trump got me cut off. He, he said uh, that was it. I couldn't do anything else. Whew. Oh, my God. We went from the Bible to Donald Trump. That was, that. listen, that's the show right there. That is how you do a show right there. All right, so let me get to these super chats. This is your last opportunity to be a part of the show. We will only be responding to super chats from here on out. All right, this is it. All right. 
All right, here we go. The first one of the night that I saw was from Jaguayo. I'm sorry we couldn't get you on, man. I did see you saying that you were trying to call in, but it wasn't going through. I'm, I apologize about that. We'll get you on uh, next show, okay? Uh, but he says, I love Purdy. Just need to see him when we are trailing. And, again, I you know, we, we, we talked about it at the very top of the show when you first posted this. I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like it's necessary. We heard Tanya talk about this as well. This is something that, you know, a lot of us want to know that he, he doesn't get too rattled or he can bounce back or, you know, the moment doesn't become too big for him. Uh, but, you know, if in, in, a, in, a, in a fantasy world, in a, in a perfect world, the Niners are never trailing. The Niners run the table. Uh, but there is a little bit of reality that, that has to set in at some point, right? There is a bit of uh, – there, there, there's, there's a dose of uh, reality that has, that, has to, that has to happen, has to take account. And the odds are is that we are not always going to be leading. You know, there, there's going to be a time where they put the defense on the field and and they let up and maybe there's a touchdown, you know. Uh, we just have to hope that the young man doesn't get too rattled and he can bounce back. But we'll see what happens, Jaguayo. We will see what happens. Uh, Alberto Soto, I didn't see another comment from you after this one, but we appreciate the super chat. Thank you very, very much. Uh, Teradome, he, he chimed in as well. He says, you do not have to blow out someone else's candles to let yours shine brighter. Brock Purdy shines bright. Trey Lance and Jimmy G also shine. Accept your blessings. And this is this might be the message of the night. You know, uh, hopefully we, we cut out the, the, the divisiveness, you know, trying to create all this division between each other, uh, trying to, you know, pit one player on the roster against another player on the roster. And at some point, let's step back and realize that they're on the same roster they're all cheering for each other why can't we do the same thing as fans uh so thank you so much for this super chat terra dome I, I do appreciate it it was much needed and again your your reiteration of it uh during your call i do appreciate that he says here matthew 6 43 uh 634 look at me being dyslexic right uh 6 and 34 let tomorrow's problem worry about tomorrow stop talking about next year focus on the chip all right, I hear you. I hear you. But I wouldn't be Mike if I didn't say you contradicted yourself here. If we're worrying about tomorrow, we only worried about practicing for the Washington Commanders. We can't worry about the chip at the same time if we don't worry about the future. So I don't know which one you want us to focus on. I'm just being a jerk, but I understand your message. Again, thank you for that. I do appreciate it. Tristan, Tristan is up next. He says here, Pro Bowl rosters hasn't been announced yet. The six players were just first in fan voting. Oh, the roster was announced tomorrow. It's all fan, coaches, and player votes. Okay, Tristan. So that's see, I didn't think that it was finalized yet. But again, I've been off of social media. I didn't know where things stood. Uh, but the Niners have six players that are ahead in fan voting. So we will see how it plays out. And again, there's plenty of opportunity for the Niners to get gypped and ripped off. We've seen it happen before, uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if we saw it happen again. But thank you very much, Tristan, for the uh, for the clarity there. I appreciate that, okay? LeBron, he says, how many sacks Jackson got might owe some push-ups. Now, I don't know. I think Drake Jackson has, what, three and a half? I think he's got three and a half sacks. I could be wrong. Let me just check that now. It says here, on pro football reference 
that he has three sacks. I was a half a sack off. So, yeah, yeah, I think I was wrong. I think this was about the uh, Omenihue or Sosa thing. I said that he would have more sacks than them. Uh, but there's still some time left. There's still some time left. i tell you what he's got more of, though. He's got more bad at passes than those guys. That young man, if he don't get to the quarterback, he puts those hands up. But, again, not pitting one player against the other. These guys are all out there on the same team, but I will definitely do those push-ups. I need to do those push-ups. All right. Uh, Jaguar was back in here. He says, Mike trying to call, but it doesn't go through. I apologize about the lines being busy. You know, that's what uh, that's what the call-in uh, shows are all about. Um, and I wanted to hear from the faithful, man. We're, 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 we're in the postseason. You know what I'm saying? Those are the, I, I wanted to celebrate with you guys. I am sorry about that, but Jaguar, you know, you can always call in or, you know, you can come on during the overreaction shows and things like that. Definitely get your thoughts out. We, we usually get you in there. I think you missed the last one or two. So we'll see what happens there, okay? Uh, we got two more Super Chats that came in here. Jashawn Page, thank you very much. Short and sweet here. He says, what up, Niner gang? JP, you know what it is, man. We in here holding it down. If you missed the last call, the last two calls, you might you might want to rewind this thing about 35 minutes, all right? It was it was a lot of fire, a lot of fire coming, man. I, th I think you'll enjoy it, Jashawn. So if you're just getting in here, man, make sure you go back and rewatch this one. I'm going to turn this into a podcast so you guys can listen to the Nothing But Niners podcast anywhere you subscribe to your podcast. We are on iTunes and Stitcher and all that good stuff. So make sure you guys get on over there, okay? Jaguayo for the one more. He says, as long as we play a clean game, we good. We are a great team. And I completely agree with you, man. This team is really, really good. This team is very fortunate to have the defense that they have, to have the play caller that they have, and to have the roster that they have. When all three of those things start to come together, we're going to be tough to stop. We're going to be really, really tough to stop. So people are going to have to deal with us, man. They got to deal with us. Shirt's coming soon. Shirt's coming soon. I'm still working on it. I promise you guys. All right. But listen, that's all I got for you guys tonight. I appreciate you guys. That is going to do it for the Super Chat segment. I want to thank you all for chiming in with us, man. The call-in show was a success. Give yourselves out there a round of applause. You all have been phenomenal. Shut up. Hopefully I didn't mess up my microphone. All right. Uh, we will be back in uh, a few short days. All right. Uh, today is Tuesday. We'll be back on Thursday. And there's going to be more episodes coming on Patreon in the next 24 hours. So make sure you guys are over there on Patreon as well. Patreon.com slash NB9ERS for the bonus content. Make sure you guys get on over there. Uh, I might have a special interview coming your guys' way. I heard from somebody who knows somebody who knows a 49er great, not good, a 49er great wide receiver. I'm talking Super Bowls with the 49ers. All right, I'm trying to get this all worked out. Uh, it will be a Patreon. If it works out, we will we'll bring it to Patreon first, uh, but then um, eventually it will come out on the YouTube channel. I don't believe in taking things away from my uh, YouTube people, so... Uh, it'll just come out later on YouTube, okay? But that's only if it happens. But we are working for some big things happening over there on Patreon. So make sure you guys get on over there, patreon.com slash NB9ERS. 
All right. That's going to do it for us tonight, man. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Y'all be safe. Happy holidays for those of you who we who may not be back uh, bef- uh, during the next couple of shows. I hope you guys have safe, happy holidays. All right. And uh, make sure you guys do something kind for somebody else. All right. Not just yourselves. All right. Help somebody else out. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people can need uh, can use it, especially during this time of the year. It's hard for some people. That's going to do it for us, guys. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always remain faithful. We'll see you on the flip side. Peace. We all gas, no brakes, pumped up, no fakes. We spinning, we winning, we high stakes. We never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. See, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure. If you looking to find us, we them nothing but niners.